Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. We bring in Nate Bauer on 3.com Blue White Illustrated. Nate has been having, by the way, an online chat with all the wonderful people at on3.com and also uh, Blue White Illustrated. And here's my opportunity to take him away from the chat just for a few moments. Sir, always a pleasure. Welcome. You know, you know, it's it's an all day extravaganza. All all of the chatting that they can possibly handle. But we'll we'll put it aside for a moment. What do you got? I just thought you needed a break. I do. I do. I I, uh, I dug in here with some salad. You know, my fingers can only take so much typing. You know, in a row like that. So well, see. Thanks, the, for, thanks for the offer. And then the other part is, is that I think you need to keep you know the the, the hands a little loose because you're going to get back out in the golf course. That's correct. That's correct. See, you know, listen. I don't, I don't want to belabor the point and and moan and complain, but the weather here is just awful. I, I don't know how <laughs> I've lived here. All this time, I've been out twice. Uh, it's not nice. What, what are we doing? I've been out eight times. Now this year, what? But I have not played more than nine holes. Still, man, you're way ahead of me. I, I mean, I don't feel like there've been eight nice days. I didn't Maybe say I'm wrong. I didn't say they're all nice days. Mm, <laughs> I didn't say yeah. that. That's dedication. But, no, I wanted to get out and get some exercise, walk around a little bit. But um, So let's get to Patrick Kraft <laughs> for a moment. Tomorrow morning at, yeah. 9, uh, at 9 o'clock in the morning, there's going to be the uh, compensation committee meeting, yep. which will then put this finally out there. Yep. What's the read that you're getting that should it be him that Penn State will be getting? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... I think excitement, you know, I think certainly there's an air of, um, you know, enthusiasm. Look, like the first thing about him that I've seen and has been kind of reflected in some of the interviews that I've seen him done, uh, do some of the feedback that I've gotten from people who know him. um, It's all like this dude is just effervescent. He he is Uh gung ho. He's infectious. Like you just cannot kind of escape what he brings to the table in terms of his personality. And so I think marrying a guy who had success at Temple, right? Like undeniable success at Temple uh, and providing him with the resources that Penn state can have in its athletic department is it, it just like that combination creates a type of potential for success that has people excited. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, yeah, because I, I, yeah, I met him, I think, a couple times. And it's one of those, hi, how are you, you know what I mean, in, in the press box yeah. at Lincoln Financial Field, you know. They, I, they, he came by to, he probably came by to see Jack. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm realistic about life. Uh, and and he, he, he's an absolutely outgoing guy. I mean, there's no yeah. getting around it. Uh, it. He's also, from what I understand, a very... Uh, like he, he gets where football fits in the landscape. Would that be a fair assessment? I think that is a hundred percent the key. <laughs> right? yeah. Like that, that is, that is the uh, b- blinking red light is look, he is a former football player was a walk on in Indiana gets 
it, right? Gets what football can mean for a university, certainly for an athletic department. And I think has a perspective given his age, right? He's young forties. Um, he, he, he gets what's going on, right? And what's going on is college football, college athletics are, are undertaking this massive shift, right? And if you're not going to be part of that shift, if you're going to kind of try to resist it, then, you, you know, you might find yourself left behind. I don't think that Penn State is in any danger of that necessarily, but like in terms of trying to be at the forefront, I, I think that that's been, you know, a little bit of a sticking point over the last few years as these things have started um, to take hold in, in this landscape. So, yeah, no, I mean, it, look, uh, loves football, is all about football, and I think understands and sees that specific to Penn State, the success of Penn State's football program, if, if, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. If, if you look at the success stories in college football that exist today, right, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, across the board, okay, these programs have made a decision, and you can trace it back, right, 5, 10, 15 years ago, where they said, we know what football can do, we're going to be all in on it, and when we are, it will help everything else. When we, when we commit and invest and do all of these things to, to ensure the success of the football program, everything else will, will take care of itself. Everything else will trickle down from that. And I think, I think my sense is that he gets that and he sees that there's going to be that opportunity at Penn State to do the same kind of thing. And he also secured a, a, a rather large league gift for the basketball practice facility at Boston College. He also did a really nice job with Boston-based companies when it came yep. to uh, the shoe deals as to how he negotiated that. And, and people, I don't think people realize Penn State's Nike deal after, I think, what, 14 years, this is it. Uh, yep. And, you know, they're, they're in the process of, of going at it again. But he's yep. been involved in this even in a short time at B.C., yeah, no, I mean it's it's uh, certainly I think that the 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 New Balance deal is is interesting, right? I mean, yes. uh, not not that not that it's um, it, it's just it's just outside the box thinking, right? I mean, I think I think that that's the the key message there is willing and able to think uh, again, like outside the box. Think about what possibilities might exist, what partnerships could exist. He's, he's a people person. Like, there's, there's no question right. about you know what his personality is, and I think that Penn State is in you know specific to athletics. It's just in this interesting moment, right, where the capital campaign for the university is wrapping up in the process of wrapping up. Right, they just eclipsed two billion dollars. Yeah, and you know, look, athletics has needs. There is there is just this overwhelming demand to, to kind of get things going from a uh, and not that this hasn't happened right like uh, certainly the lacrosse field basketball has had some renovations football has a massive renovation that's going on right mm-hmm. now yeah. there there are strides that have been taken but you can also understand if you look at the broad picture where other things also need to happen. And very specifically, I'm thinking of that hulking piece of metal 
sitting <laughs> on, on Carton Road, yeah. right, and yeah. Porter. Like, it, it just it needs to be addressed. And I think that you're going to see in short order, you know, maybe not actual progress toward a, a, a goal there, but certainly direction being set, I think, is fair to, to assume will come soon. Uh, the other element is and part of that's concrete. Come on, you're so unfair. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, a part of that too is that by going from Temple to Boston College, BC does have 29 sports. So he does. He's he's been in charge of a, a large, uh, the CEO of an uh, overarching athletic department. How important is that experience coming into from 29 there to 31 here? It's huge. It's huge. Look, like, uh, in a very real sense, there are, you know, so many mouths to feed. And all of these, there is a natural state of conflict between head coaches and what they need and what they want and an athletic director who has to figure out how to divvy up that pie. Right. right? Um, One, the top responsibility is to do everything in your power, right, to, to, to increase the size of that pie so that there's more resources to distribute. But then once you have that, how are you going to break it up? How, like, what are the priorities? You got to set priorities, um, you know, and, and that is a huge difference. There is a huge difference between Temple's, what, 17 sports? Yes. I think. Yes. And, and 29 at Boston College. Yeah. So he has some experience with 29 at Boston College. Now he's going to go to 31 at Penn State. You're, he's going to have to do an assessment of, you know, wh- where are these programs? What are their mm-hmm. needs? What, yeah. Right? Like all of that uh, is going to be on his plate very early in the process. Can it be made easier in that assessment in that we just talked about the Nike contract and the hope for more money there? But the TV 100%. contract probably right around Memorial Day or before, you know, according to John Oran, that's when the Big Ten should have it done. Now, yep. that won't be for the upcoming season. It wouldn't start until um, July 1, 2023. Uh, but that could bring with it an increase that separates the Big Ten from the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big 12 dramatically. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's almost. It's almost. Uh, what was the number, Steve? Two and a half times. <laughs> like yeah. they're like yeah. it's it's a it's a massive number. It is. You know, I think that the I think that the split right now, and I, I could be wrong. I, I wasn't. Um, I haven't looked at this in a little bit, but I think the number was something like thirty-five to thirty-eight million dollars a year. Does that sound right yeah. on the revenue split? Uh, and I, in terms of the I, Big Ten. Each yeah, in school, terms of the Big Ten. Yeah. I, I think when you add in the college football playoff, I mean, I think when you add in the college football playoff money and you the the TV money and so forth, it came out to like fifty four million a school. Okay, you know, it's got, but it's it, I'm combining numbers here. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. To, to do that, uh, so that's when it comes to conference revenue sharing. That's about because conference revenue sharing does entail. Uh, money everybody gets from the splits that you put in in home football games, the splits you put in in home basketball games. There's revenue sharing. There's NCAA tournament money that go yeah. now that goes into the you know that obviously goes into the basketball budget. But uh, in terms of like your your plus and minus, but it comes out to about fifty four million, I think, when it's all said and done. And on this show, there's always a lot more said than done. 
but 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 you still you still looking at they could get seventy five to eighty per exactly exactly and so if that's the case and it it increases that by you know a few dozen million right into the thirties and the forties right. uh, that that is that is huge I mean that there there is a point that has been made and will continue to be made that. That doesn't separate you, right? It, it, because everybody else is making that same money in the Big Ten. And yes. So when you're talking right. about your peers in, in the league and in the conference, yeah. specific to football, but everywhere really, is that that money is is um, going to everybody. So Penn State still needs to find ways to increase donor participation. To, no, to, no question. Right? Like all of all of those things are are going to be. You know, front and center, like you said, I mean, especially that Nike contract, um, yeah. figuring out where they go there. It, yeah. it looks like Under Armour is tapped out, you know. I, I mean, yeah. it, it, it seems likely to me, and I, I'm spitballing here, but like it seems likely that Nike will continue to be the partner. It's just a matter of market value, right, and, mm-hmm. and how that has changed over the last, you know, whatever right. it's been, 10 years since it was yeah. last negotiated. Well, yeah, and it, let's face it, yeah. As the athletic director at Temple, they were getting. We're talking about the numbers. They were probably getting five to seven million. Right? Yep. BC, because it's the ACC, is a flat number for the next fifteen years. Yep. I mean, it doesn't go anywhere. I mean, it goes up a little bit every year. So he's going to be dealing with numbers here that uh, it's going to look like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't yep. mean he doesn't have issues he's got to take care of. And you mentioned Beaver Stadium. But he's got some numbers to work with. How about that? Absolutely, absolutely. It's just, it's. But look, it's it's. And you know this. There there is. It doesn't matter how much you have. There will always be a crunch and a crush of resources. Yes. It does not. It does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> that can, the pot can be. There's never infinite. enough. There's never there is enough. Never enough. Right. Never enough. Right. So it's just about massaging that understanding you know personalities um needs like what's what's a real need and what's not a real need that that is tough to decipher sometimes but if at the front of the bus and who's driving the bus if that is football for penn state and there are opportunities to increase right like what you're bringing in Yep. Then, yeah, I mean, I think I think that there are opportunities, uh, you know, for development for, for Penn State athletics as a whole. I mean, that's called investment. You invest yep. in what makes makes money. You invest in the engine. So, yeah, I'm start, start by start by start by selling out Beaver Stadium every game. Yes, follow it, follow it by sell, like because because these are things that it it doesn't necessarily seem like that much, but tickets you can control. Yes. Sell all the tickets. Start yep. there. Yeah. Uh, sell all the tickets to men's basketball. Yes. Right. Sell more tickets for women's basketball. Yep. Uh, right. If you if you start to do those things, you're you're gonna you're gonna see that pot and that pie continue to increase. I'm gonna let you get back to the chat now. Apologize to everybody <laughs> there that I stole you away for a half an hour. I'll tell them it was for an extremely important reason, so they'll yeah. understand. Yeah, the important reason was to bail a half hour out of the show. No, just yeah. <laughs> and make it better. How about that? <laughs> I'll take it. I love it. Hey, you're the best. Thanks, Nate. Thanks. Appreciate you so much. All right. Thanks for having me.